Hello, and welcome to another episode of This is the Voice of the Prophet. Without any formalities or rituals, let's get straight to the point. White Christian nationalism. I want to talk to every person listening, something that I've been trying to get across to every Christian, white, black, Hispanic, Asian, or whoever, concerning the directions that many are attempting to bring to Christian church as we know it today. A few days ago, news headlines publicized that Marjorie Taylor Greene, the Republican representative from Georgia, now openly calls herself a white Christian nationalist. One pastor out of Oregon reportedly remarked to that statement, beware of Marjorie Taylor Greene, she dances with the devil. Whereas I'm pretty familiar with white evangelical Christians, white Christian nationalism was something not necessarily new to me, but a topic that I'm not as familiar with. So I decided to start doing a little research and I Googled. There were several things that came up, and among them was a podcast entitled The New Yorker, Politics and More. The podcast was dated July 21st and is entitled How White Christian Nationalists Seek to Transform America. Let me say here and now, for those who are trying to stay away from the word woke and its meaning, you'd better wake up and wake up now. If ever there was a time to be woke, it's now. The last thing as Christians that we need to be right now is asleep and oblivious to the things that the white Christian nationalists are trying to achieve. And the really scary thing is, is that they're trying to achieve it through Christians, churches, and the body of Christ. It's exactly as I've said from the inception of this production. It's Christians who are destroying Christianity. Let me give you a definition of what Samuel Perry, an associate professor of sociology at the University of Oklahoma, has to say on the subject, white Christian nationalism. This man is the author of at least two books, not only supporting this ideology, but advocating for it. He was a guest on the New Yorker, Politics and More, podcast with host Michael Lowe. Samuel Perry explains white Christian nationalism as, and I quote, an ideology that seeks to idealize and advocate a fusion of American civic life with a very particular kind of Christianity. And this is where the whiteness comes in. Yes, you heard me. He said whiteness. And I continue to quote, this type of Christianity is not Christian orthodoxy, are loving Jesus necessarily, sometimes it's not even identifying as a Christian per se. It's a particular kind of white Christian ethnoculture. It means traditionalist, conservative, it means pro-Christian, and all of the other things that we would assume like natural born citizens as opposed to immigrants." Close quote. I can't believe I don't want to believe that any true Christian, no matter what their race or ethnic background, would adhere to this. Yet, this is the reality. This is what I've been trying to get the body of Christ to understand for the past two years. These white supremacist organizations 
are not true Christians as many of us are. They are the ethnoculture, which is pure white supremacy combined with Christianity, hatred, and violence. But when did he say or advocate violence? Keep listening. As I've stated in the past, I don't produce this podcast to gain popularity or even numbers with the podcast app. But no matter whether the numbers are great or small, I will not back down from saying that we as Christians must begin to speak up in our churches, whether we're white, black, mixed, or whatever, to bring an awareness as to what's being said and done in this nation in the name of Christianity. So many are saying, but we're Christians and we all love one another and Jesus. In John 17 and 1, it reads, after Jesus said this, he looked toward heaven and prayed, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son that your son may glorify you. Our purpose as Christians is to glorify the father. Racism and white supremacy does not in any way bring glory to the name of God. I once heard a man of God refer to Christians as dumb. Of course, he was using it in the context of sheep. We've all heard the expression that sheep are dumb and understand that it means that, in a sense, sheep are very docile and easily led. However, the way that particular person said it, it was offensive and insulting to the body of Christ. We are not dumb. And we cannot allow people to treat us and lead us as though we are. Stupidity in no way glorifies the Father. I had a conversation with a friend of mine recently in which we both agreed as to how we have the tendency to oftentimes see others as we see ourselves. As a woman of morals, honor, and integrity, so oftentimes I immediately feel that everyone to some degree or another should hold those same character traits. Needless to say that on many, many occasions, I've been disappointed and sometimes more than others. But it's because of those traits, it forces me to be a woman who will stand up and speak the truth. And yes, there are times that when I'm speaking truth, some fruit of the spirit are more evident than others. There have been those that have said that this podcast is racist and against white people. I, Beatrice Valerie Nero, the prophet who believes that God is using her to produce this podcast, says it is not. Not at all. In fact, just the opposite. I could never knowingly be racist, having the knowledge that everything that I speak and write, I will stand in judgment for. The purpose of this podcast is not for racism, but against it. It's purpose to open the eyes of Christians so that we will not be deceived and lulled into a place where we are so gullible that racism can take over and become a dominant force, not only in, in the body of Christ, but in this nation without any effort against it from the body of Christ. If speaking the truth is hard, then so be it, because truth is what I speak, and I am not afraid to speak it. 
The Lord said to Ezekiel in 3 and 9, I will make your forehead like the hardest stone, harder than flint. Do not be afraid of them or terrified by them, though they are a rebellious people. Let me say here and now that I am not afraid and I will not be terrified by those who are rebellious. Samuel Perry spoke the following words about the end goals of the white Christian nationalists. And again, I quote, the end goals at its most fundamental Christian nationalists, white Christian nationalists, believe that the nation has always been and should always be defined by our own people like us. Mr. Perry corrected his words from Christian nationalists to white Christian nationalists. So remember, when he said the words by our own people like us, he meant white people. So since Mr. Perry is being so direct in his statement, let me be just as direct in mine. What are my white Christian friends and supporters who at one time said they loved me so much, gave to this ministry, invited me to their churches and homes? Where are my white church members who hugged me every Sunday and when I returned from traveling with the ministry would say how much they miss me? Where are the ones who looked every Sunday from the quotes from the Golden Nuggets that I posted on Facebook along with the I Believe scriptures? Where are the white Christians who hung on to every prophetic word that God spoke through me without any hesitation? Why is it that you could so easily listen to the words I spoke then and believed, but it's so hard for so many of you to listen now? Why are you so quiet at this time when it's so important and necessary for you to speak up and say not only that you're not a part of this, but also that you won't won't support it and that you will speak out against it. I'm speaking again to the Esthers, both male and female, who have been who have to be told that if you are quiet at this time, that you and your family will perish. And it's not just the black Esthers, but every person in the body of Christ. Where are the ones who are willing to stand up and say, if I perish, I perish and speak out against these white Christian nationalists who are hiding under the guise of Christianity, just like the KKK hid under their white hoods. Are you willing to vote against them? Are you willing to stand up to the members in your churches publicly and tell them that this is not scriptural, that this is wrong and against the word of God? Are you willing to call them out for what they truly are? And that's white supremacists. As I always say, it's not what this man is saying that hurts so bad, but it's the silence of those who say that they love their black and non-white Christian church members concerning what he's saying that causes the real pain. Samuel Perry went on to say, and again, I'm quoting him verbatim. America was founded on as a Christian nation on biblical values with very conservative traditionalists and evangelical in a sense understanding of biblical interpretation, very traditionalist conservative. And white Christian nationalists believe that's the key to our prosperity. By faithfulness to that ideal, America has become strong and successful economically. 
Well, Mr. Perry, let me tell you what the key to the prosperity of this white nation really was and still is. It's the work of the black slaves that you stole from their African nation. It's the misery, sweat, and tears of every black man, woman, boy, and girl that picked your cotton, worked in your textile factories, cleaned your slop buckets, and even wet-nursed your babies while they were slaves, and you got to prosper from it. How did this nation come, become so prosperous? The prosperity of this country comes from working blacks and minorities for substandard wages and then refusing to allow them to advance intellectually, financially, or socially by keeping them in one secluded place, subduing and ruling them with fear. But the one area that we could not be held back in was spiritually. You could not keep us from knowing about or hearing from the true and living God. You could not stop us from receiving Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior or from being filled with his Holy Spirit. You could not stop us from prospering, growing, and multiplying the same way the Egyptians couldn't stop the Jews. Your prosperity doesn't come from you being so holy and righteous. It comes from the backs of slaves that this nation is built on. This is the reason that so many whites don't want CRT, critical race theory, to be taught in the classrooms. They really want history to show that they were such good Christians in spite of what they did to the Native Americans who this land truly belongs to. But let history lie and say that it was because of their goodness that God blessed them so greatly that they are now the greatest nation in this world. Let those lies be told, but you cannot lie to God and you definitely can't stop every black man, woman, boy, and girl from passing the truth on to their children, grandchildren, and all generations to come. You can't stop God from judging each of you, not for what your forefathers did generations ago, but for the part that you are playing right now in your determination of bringing about white supremacy. So let me say here and now to Mr. Samuel Perry, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and every white Christian nationalist that I'm not just a prophet, but I'm a seer. And I see the time coming when you racist whites and people like all of these white Christian nationalists will receive their downfall. I may not live to see it, but the time is coming when the church as we know it today will be the enemies of this nation and will be treated as such. There is not a scripture or verse in the Bible that shows a nation that God blessed through slavery and neither will this one be. Just as Egypt had its downfall because of the way that they enslaved, hated, and treated the Jews, so will the United States of America have its downfall as well. Possibly, the time may have come when this nation would have repented and God would have forgiven their sin. You see, the thing is, is that many believe that the sin of this nation was abortion. So now, They've gotten rid of abortion as much as they could, and they really believe that God is now going to bless this nation. But what they don't understand is that the real sin of this nation 
is slavery. The way they treated the black man, the way they treated the Native Americans, the way they have suppressed and held people down in this nation and denied them the very right to live. That's the sin of the United States of America. And that's the sin that they will stand in judgment for unless they repent. But now Christians, those who dare call themselves by his name are daring to use that name, the name of Christ, to bring us backwards into times of hatred and discrimination. America will have its downfall. Mark my words. Samuel Perry went on to say concerning this nation, and I quote, the vision for its future is one in which where people like us, white people, call the shots and set the policy agendas to use the symbols that represent our values. And so this is where it gets into nationalism. It's the idea that outsiders, both those who would come in from other countries and also the outsiders within, the leftists, minority religious groups, the racial minorities, whether intentionally or unintentionally, they, by their very presence and influence, seek to corrupt the very things that made America great. Close quote. He went on to say that Christian white nationalism is very strongly Again, those were his words, very strongly associated with authoritarian forms of social control, anti-democratic views on voting and rights, and they have no problem with using violence to enforce their views and take away democratic rights. Their views are such that they have no problem and even don't believe that there is such a thing as police brutality, such as in the incident with George Floyd. I must ask if these people have lost their ever-loving minds. I read a headline, only the headline, where Donald Trump said that this country should be under a dictatorship. Let's open our eyes, people. His plan, had he won a second term, was to attempt to implement a dictatorship. This is why he admires Vladimir Putin so much. Putin implemented a dictatorship over Russia, and it's been held to pay there ever since. I would say to Christians in this nation today, Christians cannot continue to think as the Germans did during the inception of the Holocaust, and that was that it didn't concern them, and then allowed millions of Jews to go to their deaths. If that's your way of thinking, then you're in for a shocking and very unpleasant surprise. Christians cannot continue to say that they're praying and God just is not speaking anything to their spirits about this. Christians cannot continue to believe that this will not affect them personally in the way that they believe and worship. They cannot believe remaining quiet will not affect their relationship with the Father because as the word says in 1 Corinthians 5 and 6, the amplified version reads, your boasting over the supposed spirituality of your church is not good. Indeed, it is vulgar and inappropriate. 
Do you not know that just a little leaven ferments the whole batch of dough, just as a little sin corrupts a person or an entire church? We all know the old expression, you give the devil an inch and he'll take a mile. These white Christian nationalists are nothing more than KKK, Proud Boys, white nationalists, and all the rest of the racist white supremacy organization here in this nation. But what they found is that if they use the church, not the word of God, but the church who's being led blindly and foolishly quiet by those in the pulpits concerning racism, that they can accomplish their end goals, and that is to place this nation under white supremacy rule. Wake up, Christians. These are the same people who are running for offices locally as well as on the nationwide political platforms and being elected. Watch and see who you're voting for. We can't just vote for someone because they say they're a Christian. Again, watch and see who you're voting for. And more than anything, then go vote. Vote in every election and not just the ones that you think are important. Learn those who you are putting in leadership positions and be leery when they're being touted by your pastors. Pray much and pray hard. Then open your ears so that you will hear the Father's voice. Don't be a part of the white Christian nationalism. And don't be duped. And don't be duped into helping them to get into office simply because they wear the title Christian. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of This is the Voice of the Prophet. I ask that each of you would share this podcast with others and always remember that it's available for listening on every podcast server and app. I continue to ask you for your support through your prayers. You can contact me through my email at amyeagle at charter.net. That's A-M-I- T-E-E-A-G-L-E at charter.net and through the Facebook post or Facebook messenger. Thank you again for your prayers and support and may God bless each and every one of you.